This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 139. That comes after 138, 139. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Kaplan at Cap in America on Instagram. And where's our pod? Lost in America pod. Much more important than our personal handles. And it's blowing up these days, Lost in America pod on uh, Instagram. Yeah, blowing up. It's going nuts. <laughs> it's we've, not like a nuclear blow up, but it's, you know. Well, we've got, got a couple a little, of new followers. It's like a firecracker. Kaplan, we got to let the audience behind. And, and producer Matt, welcome back to the show. We've got an intern. A lot has changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who's our intern? I mean, this guy's Alex over here. But are we giving him credit already on the show? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> just shows, it shows up once. And- Alex the intern. We're, we're coming big time Alex now. Alex the intern. We got a whole team We got now. a whole team. We got an entourage. Kaplan, before, so we got to let the audience behind the curtain a little bit. Before, before all that, first of all, our guest today, Sam McCool, Australian comedian Sam McCool. He also lived in Bali, uh, Indonesia, I believe that is, for five years. No one in America knows. Well, here's Indonesia a question is. with Americans. What do you think people, what's, what has more brand awareness, Bali as a place or Indonesia as a country? Bali, more because people, they're like honeymoons. And I don't and think like, people understand it's a tsunami. The, it's the same place, <laughs> right? Do they? No, I don't think I understood that until you just said that. Oh, so. you don't know don't, that Bali is so. a place I'll t- in I'll, Indonesia? I'll pretend like I knew that, yeah. See, this is what we're dealing with out here. Uh, but uh, so uh, Sam, was he's a, he's a comedian who travels the world doing comedy, and he was on our show the other night at New York Comedy Club, but also he was a, a, he was a soap opera star in Indonesia. Wow. We're going to find out all about that. Very handsome it's fellow. Be very here. exciting. Before that, Kaplan, yeah. we got to give a big. So we've been gone for three weeks. The pods have been coming out, but we pre-recorded the last three because you went to Canada. Producer Matt went to Canada. We all went to Canada. It was like a team building exercise, just not together. Except well, without me. <laughs> we, we've actually uh, started recording in Canada now. This is we've all all left the country. Have Matt, I missed Matt, the, Matt, yeah, and I did, yeah. Matt and I did a few pods. We just haven't dropped them out yet. We're but coming we're recording to you from Canada. Yeah. So um, this is the first time back in a few weeks. I haven't seen all you guys. It's like the end. It's like the first day. 
of school, you know, yeah. after summer break. New we, locker, everything. Here. We got to give a big congratulations to the United States Women's World Cup yeah, team. Yeah, USA, USA. Mainly, I'm a huge fan. I became a big fan because the main lady, what's her name? Uh, whatever. The, the red, one who's on all the shows. The pink, we got a booker. Megan Rapinoe. Megan yeah. Rapinoe. Book her for the pod? Well, she looks exactly like Tyler Sparks, my brother. A hundred percent. A hundred, like to to the like when when my wife Yeah was watching it, she was like, "Wait, I think Tyler's on. T- is that Tyler? Why is Tyler playing soccer?" Tyler you know, we would be a great women's soccer player. He would be. He's not a very good men's, but he would be a great woman's. I, and you know, I I didn't see a lot of it. I was trying to watch it because uh, it's like very woke and very important to talk about women's it soccer. It became very political. But I was in Canada. In Canada, it was not on anywhere. Like oh, really? every wow. bar you were on, because they're Trump supporters. They're, yeah, apparently they had Wimbledon on. Wimbledon's the white man's sport. That and, is uh, really the. Pro- lot, I watched a lot of Wimbledon, but I didn't see any. I didn't even know the Women's World Cup was going on when I was in Canada. Wow, you might as well put on a Make America Great Again hat <laughs> if you're not going to watch Women's so, Soccer. Yeah, every time you start talking about how great Trudeau is and everything, remember the, that. I don't because you guys are all gone. So the big thing they were arguing over here was uh, no one really cares. No one has ever watched soccer of any gender in this country. No. Of any gender until like three weeks ago. And then what happened is everyone found out we were really good. And then the next day they found out the women don't get paid the same as the men. And A plus B equals just political catastrophe. And, And everyone went nuts. Everyone picked a side. It was the height of people who've never watched a single sport in their life all of a sudden overnight being experts. It was the height of like that the uh, reaction culture in America. Yeah, and the, my favorite thing was I was no, people were they were doing it where they were doing the math compared to what the men's team would make if they won the World Cup, which is like this hypothetical where if I was like, well, if I was an Olympic, like the men's team is never going to win the World Cup in America. Yeah, it'll never happen. So like they should actually be paid more. So quit, they can actually pull that off. Quit the math right there. The other thing that I think most people did not. Not understand, and I was on Andrew Heaton's pod, who's going to be with us next week, mm. and I, we talked all about this, and I was explaining. I was like, you can't just say they don't make the same because it's two different income sources. I don't think, I think 99% of the people arguing didn't understand that FIFA and American Soccer are two separate organizations. So the head of American Soccer was doing this whole, like, uh, they had a parade for him in New York City, and they make 89, I think 89% of what the men's team make from American Soccer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the head yeah. of FIFA... You did research. Like I this. did research, because <laughs> no. I was on Heaton's pod. Oh. And the head of American Soccer was saying he was like ah oh, we love our women's team right when he stood up just uh, just booze rained down oh, on him in New York City guy. people going equal pay and he's like I agree equal equal pay and they're like no you don't because I don't think they you know the FIFA doesn't pay him as much anyway hey round plus to that team you know what they play the same amount of minutes and everything they should get the same amount well that's not the other like thing, tennis that's the people that I'm watching they're playing best of three that was my you know? favorite argument and was they, like, and they make equal pay it was so. like one of my favorite argument was they work as hard as the other team <laughs> and I'm like oh okay construction workers did too all right let's Cap. get so hopefully uh, do we go far enough to get some hate mail we want hate mail at don'tnss at gmail.com don'tnss at gmail.com more, more hate mail Cap one thing we got to get to before we get to Lost America is uh, oh Amazon people have been writing in a lot of hate mail actually we've already been getting because our Amazon banner if you want to click through support the pod mm. give us some money because we need money um amazon you took away the banner the banner's not there anymore people are like what well, you guys messed up what'd you do you took away the banner i got news for i'm you. trying to help you guys out they Go. took they took the banner away from us amazon canceled us and took they said we violated their terms of service they didn't tell us why and then they took all the last 90 days of money they owed us they stole from us they said we're not paying you amazon has our money this is real this is not let's a call bit. aoc up in the crew who was protesting in my neighborhood this, I got, is, this I got is a real a, thing. I got a better idea. What's Let, that? What can we do? Let's call Blue Shirt. Oh, that's exactly right. Nuclear idea. option. Lawyer to the pod. Blue Shirt Esquire is going to be coming up. Because this soon. is not a bit. We are owed money. Three We're months owed. of money. 
Yeah, which That's is what, like thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands, I think. <laughs> oh no, it's God. like at least it's a few hundred. I mean, my bucks. mom made a big thing telling me when I was home a few weeks ago about how much stuff she bought, the stuff for the pool. She bought all sorts of stuff using our link. A lot of people did. The, the, the outrage is they won't tell us why. They don't tell us what terms of service we violated. They just tell us we violated them and they're stealing is it our money. Because we gave a job to a Canadian here in Mr. Producer Matt? I think it is. is it? I think Amazon is America first. Yeah. They heard it about Producer Matt, and they're upset with it. I mean, that could be one of the things. So we have three options, three suggestions that people are giving us. Number one, Patreon is this thing where people can just give you money. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's do it. I heard uh, Andrew Heaton, next week's guest, he makes he makes a bunch of money off that. He doesn't even have to have another job anymore. Okay. So we'll, get, we'll talk to him about done. that next week. Number two is you, there's other affiliate programs. There's other companies you can sign yeah, up Yeah, who's with. like Amazon's rival? Walmart? Well, Walmart's <laughs> the one I've heard. I know we are big in the Midwest, but yeah. I don't know for that big. New Mexico? To they, get they Walmart. Walmart. And who's buying Walmart on the internet? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, build enough. And then the third option is nuclear option. We sue them with blue shirt. Well, we could do both. We could do sue and another. All three. We could do all three options. All right. So for That's real, for. listen, people, listeners, we want you to write in. If you know of other affiliate accounts or if you think Patreon's a thing or other things are a thing, write us in. Don't incest at Gmail or find us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever that. And uh, tell us what you think we'll do. We'll read the ideas um, uh, upcoming yeah. in the next couple weeks on the pod. Cap, should we get to Lost in America? Play the music. Kaplan, you are lost in America this week. What's going on? Yeah, I went, you know, we said I went to Canada, and uh, I also went to Saratoga Springs, because they have to... Br- Question. You can, you've been telling me this for three weeks, Saratoga Springs. Is that in Canada or America? That's in America. First, okay. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> so it's what, a, it's in state? New York State. Okay. And my big plan was that it, it's about halfway between Montreal and here, and I thought I will come back on July 4th. Because that way the kids can uh, you know see the fireworks. It feels like a really wholesome American town. So Saturday you did Springs. you did Canada July fourth, which they do on July first. I was yeah, I'll get to that. I was there for Bone Canada. Day. I did a double. It you was like a, to- a fireworks that, tour. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. Great job. So we set off. So first things we we get a I get all my bags. You should see how much shit a family of four brings on a trip. It's too much to carry to the car. I don't have a fancy car sp- parking space. I got to park on the street. So we leave it with the doorman because we do a fancy doorman. Wow. <laughs> we, walk, we walk to the uh, car. We get in the car. We get some coffee. We get on the road. About 15 minutes outside of old New York City in Ruby, thank God, my little five-year-old in the backseat says, Hey, did we get our luggage? I had totally forgotten. <laughs> I had forgotten. Literally all of your it's luggage? It's a seven-hour drive to Montreal. I made it an extra half hour because I had to get off the highway, go back, get our luggage. This is Pete Kaplan. All my medicine. I was like, oh, we can just keep going. Like, Forget your medicine. Like, all, you didn't pack bags all my clothes. into your car. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying all, everything. So, like, I was wondering with you, like, what would be the line of how far you'd have to be away to just say, fuck it. I'm going to buy a whole new clothes for the week. I'll call, you know, like, we're, well, how many New- hours in? With New York City traffic, <laughs> at like 10 minutes away. Because yeah, the, the, to make a U-turn takes a half an hour, and then to come back, especially yeah. if it's a Friday. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say, I would say about 10 minutes away, 10, buy a whole new wardrobe. I, would <laughs> say, I, ha- I used to have that line with um, how far away I'd have to get to, to, for, to not care about my visa anymore when I was living abroad. Yeah. I mean, my passport. 
really like an hour away, I wouldn't turn around for my passport. I would just keep going just, to where the next You'll consulate. get another one. You know someone in the State Department. Yeah, yeah, we can figure it All out. All right, so I, I, that, we'll try so to— So why are we talking about Saratoga Springs? No, no, no. I'm saying is that on the way up— Saratoga Springs is where we're coming back. The way oh. up, we're doing the right to Montreal. So we get the luggage. It. We get on our way. We get all up to Montreal. As you mentioned, like our, first, our like second or third day there was Canada Day. Yes. Which everybody is saying, this big fireworks down by the water. Were you in there? Matt, were you they in Canada for Canada I was I was there the week after. You were there, yeah. So anyway, so they, we were excited. I'm like, we're gonna get double the fireworks. I'm in Montreal, major city. We go, we get a great spot. Cause I'm an expert from New York. I like camped out. <laughs> I'm like, I have the best view. You're an expert on fireworks. Well, watching? They, they come outside our apartment, so I know. You realize I, I every know. city in America and most cities in the world have fireworks. I like to make myself an expert about things. So. <laughs> That's the most New Yorker thing ever is to assume they only have fireworks. No, but in New you've York been city. in my apartment. You know that some years we have the fireworks. They're right outside the window. Sure. So I know, like, okay. I know how crazy it gets. What you I know how to, to say. That's what I was trying oh, okay, to I need to be like got a it. zillion people there, so we got there early. Got it. These fireworks start. They're okay. They last about three, four, maybe five minutes. I'll give them that as the max, and they're just over. What's well, Canada? That's Canada. Like this yeah. is this is why Canada and people want to move to Canada. You know, they say America's no people want apart. to threaten to move yeah. to Canada. No one actually the shittiest wants to move town to in America has fireworks for 15, 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. on Fourth of July. I mean, and, and they told me. So I asked somebody ahead of time, the guy at the hotel, I was like, "Where are they going to be?" And he's like, the "Oh, there town. was an international competition that we won." Between America must not have entered. This must have been like we boycotted this competition because <laughs> they claim they won some competition for fireworks. It was like for the. I guarantee China was not involved. Australia was not involved. I know Sydney has a big fireworks show on New Year's Eve, and then uh, United States was not involved. So who is it? Canada? Is this the coalition of the willing the minus co- America? The coalition. Canada versus Iraq. Canada, Iraq. Yeah, maybe uh, Saudis. Yeah, I don't even know who. Uh, yeah, Israel, they're not good known for the fireworks. But yeah, so anyway, we so that was one thing. And then the other, a couple notes on Montreal I've noticed since last time I was there mm-hmm. is that they're really into, they're really, the other thing, just to bash them a little bit, I do love Montreal. <laughs> they're, everywhere you go, there's pizza, and they're really into telling you, like, this is the best pizza, this is the greatest pizza. And I'm not doing this in New York event, I'm doing this more as an American bit. Yeah. Pizza shit. Yeah, and I they can all and they're, and they're eating it like every meal. Like these places are packed. Producer Matt in, in Montreal, they have like weird pep, like large pepperoni they put under the cheese. It's the weirdest. Like, why would you put pepperoni under the cheese? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and they, it doesn't and make they, any sense. And they have like smoked meat, which I do love. And they, but they put that on the pizza. I, Here's, I, you always got to be suspect of a country that their number one food is French fries. With yeah. gravy on top. Mm. Do not, it's like, do not, oh, do not besmirch the name, the name of poutine. Do oh, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not besmirching it. I'm just saying, come up, you can't come up with something better than that? That's yeah. literally well, it? Well, I didn't even eat it. I was, I, I was using the hard tack as an excuse. No poutine the whole week. Good. People they, would say... They also love their maple syrup. Don't, don't get them started on that. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, they do love the syrup. and they, yeah, they, they, The food's all right. The place is great. Um, I was going to say, we were texting. At one point, I was texting with your brother. Yeah. We've just been to Montreal. Mrs. I went, Emily Because I, well, I went to a Barbie exhibit, which was, this is when you prove you're a good dad. You take your kid to a Barbie exhibit. Yeah. Found out your brother had been there. He'd be my, he recommended I go to a church. Yes. He said it's the, he, he swore it's not Jesus-y at all. Jesus Christy. Well, he wouldn't go if it was. So, <laughs> yeah. Megan hit Megan Rapito of him. <laughs> yeah. He's very woke. So there was way. like a light. Sh- Basically, there's this famous church and they have a light show at night. And it's supposedly he says the most amazing thing ever. I get there with the kids and every but the first part of it, you're just sitting there in silence. And there's like they're playing like music, like light music. And everyone's just like taking in the church. OK, so that part is Jesus. Can, mis- can I tell you the biggest like hipster atheist thing of all time to do? What's that? Go to a church, but not during church service. Yeah, well, that's what I well, it's also they, a non-Christian thing to do. They love to go to churches, but not when the, the actual th- is there anywhere else that that happens in the world? 
Do people love to go to a thing, but when there's no event happening at like, all? Well, it's like some people go to like a famous stadium to walk around, but it's got to be that's, a really famous stadium. And that's that. only when you can't actually get tickets to the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, well, that's what we do. I, I never would do that in Europe. I don't want to see churches. But this, I heard, was a cool light show. Okay. But everyone, Teddy just starts making noises. Like left and right, he's just he's just being really loud. People are moving. I'm shushing him. Oh, he's, during a light show. During the, he's saying, I don't want to be here. I don't like churches. I'm Jewish. I'm like, oh, my God. You're going to. Yeah. <laughs> he's causing the whole thing. Hashem. At, uh, yeah. At what point he uh, he sees all these candles and he starts to try to blow them out. Now, what are, the, are those candles for, for dead people? Is that what that's for? Or is that just a. <laughs> well, during Lent, I, like there's certain times of year when you light candles, right? But uh, during this, I, this isn't a specific time right now. It's just summer. Oh, so because I yelled at him pretty good about it. I mean, I you thought, probably should be very disrespectful. I'm sure <laughs> you shouldn't be blowing out uh, the candles willy nilly really in a nilly. church. Yeah, he was so loud and people were shushing him. And he's. I, there's going to be a. I mean, next time you see a poll, a survey of anti Semitism around the. <laughs> pay attention to Canada. Pay attention Teddy to Montreal. Kaplan. Yeah. So, uh, but two other things I'll just say is that it's a little bit piggybacking on the pizza thing, but we went out of our way to get um, to get bagels because everyone talks about Montreal bagels. Sure. It's, they're not so great. Okay. They're especially. You're some, really just, this uh, is a parade of shitting on well, Canada. So here's my last shitting on Canada is that we, I did it stupidly on the way we were leaving and it took us like an hour out of the way and then we ended up in rush hour traffic, Montreal. They have a rush hour? They have a rush hour. Who knew that Canada has a rush hour? I have no idea. And, and they... They literally have all these different. Everyone talks about infrastructure. They have all these different roads out of the city, and to like, is an island? Did you know Montreal's an island? No. <laughs> okay. So everything's closed. I didn't know Sarasota Springs was in. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was in yeah, Florida. Really yeah. So everything's closed. There's like, it's all leading to one little road. Like we're like in like some small town somewhere. So I get to Saratoga Springs really late in the day. It's been uh, and and I'm and I'm looking up on my phone as we're getting closer. I stopped at a gas station and I'm looking up where the fireworks are because I booked this trip. And I want to see what time they start. Fourth I want to get, of July. Fourth, now, oh, yeah, sorry. It's Fourth of July. And I booked a trip, and I'm staying in a hotel next to where the fireworks are. And I look on my phone, and then I see something. 9.15 and 9.30, July 3rd. So, <laughs> <laughs> they got the day wrong? Was, no, apparently in some towns they have fireworks on the day before. Randy's, Why? like, defending them. She's telling me, oh, they, that's a competition. There's different things. No. It's a whole thing in the air. These, the are air like, war. these are like the Gentile families that, that give away all the presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, they do I've that. never liked those people. Yeah. I've never liked Sarasota Springs. So I just found out what I'm it was. I'm all but pissed I off. It. I've, like, the most lost in America bees. I'm going to miss the fireworks. The whole point is to see the fireworks. I, I start to just drive like a defeated person. Just drive home? Just to die. We got to stay. We have a hotel room in Saratoga Springs. We'll stay there. Maybe the kids will forget it's 4th of July. Yeah. We get to this hotel, and the guy says to me, uh, hey, guess what? I'm upgrading you. They put us in, um, because we got there so late, maybe, so it was like a bonus for being up for being there so late. They put us in a penthouse duplex, because I think someone took our room. Wait, you get a bonus for being late? Well, I think what probably happened is people started coming in wanting what room we had, the basic oh, okay. one. And they were staying for more days. We're staying one night. We get upgraded. This is what I'm calling the reverse. We need a word for reverse loss in America. So I'm going to tell you what happens is we get upgraded to a penthouse duplex. It's 2,300 square footage. It's got three different outdoor spaces. It's like a party pad like you've never seen. Nice. It's so awesome and so high up that there's our fireworks in like the town next door that we can totally see. So we <laughs> see the fireworks. And the you know, I'm talking to a friend who's, who's from the area, and he tells me, Oh, that's the hotel Dave Matthews stays in. That's the best room in the hotel. I mean, Dave Matthews, I'm sleeping in the bed. Dave Matthews is banging some groupie in. Like yeah. three days later, he was just there. Oh, He's nice. like, I heard the contract. There you go. Things so, are looking up. So that's what I wanted to get to is do we need a word on it? <laughs> that's the whole need, point. We need a reverse. <laughs> what's a reverse LIA to describe the feeling when you still get to see fireworks while sleeping in a band that you probably 
you know. I have no idea. I don't know. We'll have to come up with one. Okay. But it, the idea is that you messed up so much that, that you, you actually, actually got benefited. rewarded for your, you got benefited yes. for your fuck up. That's like the, that's, that's the ultimate Kaplan. I'm we'll have to come it. up. The ultimate Kaplan. That's what we'll call it. All right. We believe this has been a, a great story. Yeah. We got to get to our guest. Sam McCool's hanging out. Let's bring him on in. Come on, on in. <laughs> back with our guest Sam McCool. Sam, welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. I've got an accent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Real I'll Australian. Slower. I'll speak slower so everyone gets it. We weren't lying. No, you, uh, we weren't lying, And yeah. speak slower. we got a dumb audience, so yeah. Yeah, no, we have a you? really dumb audience. Yeah. Shout out. Right. Uh, you guys love hate mail, right? We love it. Okay, let's get more of that. That's, well, no that's the goal of every week. Any press is good press, we say, especially when you don't get any press. That's right, exactly. And we'll get you some good. press. Yes, of any kind. Yeah. Uh, Australia, you're supposed to say it, right? Yeah, where is that? He's going to say now. That yeah. I know. Is that's that in Indonesia? Is that an island? Australia, I know. It's an island and a continent. It is an island, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, is it still Cal's okay. Island? Is that big? Okay, what's bigger, Australia or the mainland US? Uh, Australia. Uh, See, nobody knows. I don't know. That's a <laughs> I, 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 I think, we count Alaska and Hawaii, but you guys you guys win, okay? You win. You win. If we count Alaska, we're bigger. If you count Alaska, you're bigger, yeah. But that's, that's that mainland no US? One, we don't uh, count. If you count Saratoga Springs or Sarasota. <laughs> yeah. or Did you know where Saratoga Springs was before I, this episode? Yeah, New York State. Everybody knows that. Yeah. That's <laughs> bullshit. And Saras- is it Saratoga in Florida and Saratoga? In, yeah, it's like a famous racetrack, horse racing. Yeah, come well, on. It's in Kentucky. Big, big old gambling mm. town in general. Yeah. There you go. Like there, else there's a mob presence up there a while back before right. before Vegas was a thing. Oh, so, oh, you so mobsters, with your life? mobsters are banging in my hotel room as well. Nice. All right. right. Shout <laughs> out. Okay. Sam, let's get yeah. to you. Oh, you are a. I've been to Canada. We've got the we? ice, by the way. To, he's, he came in by drinking way, a Jack and Coke, Sam. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's right. Well, hey, that's how I roll. By the way, I've been to Canada. Great place. Beautiful food. I uh, love the poutine. Love it. I don't know. You, you just you just go places to rag on them. Is that it? Like, yeah, I you know I forgot to tra- have the poutine, so I had us to make it. You know, I had a heart attack, so that's my excuse. All right. I, you know, I can't before or after Canada? Do you blame Canada for that? Well, it was after. I've been to Canada before, so it was after. You're right. Okay. I should blame Canada. <laughs> you can probably get better medical up there too. Uh, so you should go there to have your heart attack and get so you know because that's why. I just everyone want to know what would happen if I had a heart attack out of the country. I failed here. Next time, I'll be in Mexico in a few months. Okay, that's great. You'll get a new heart there. Sam, you're from yes, Australia. I am. Did you start comedy in Australia? Yes, I did. You did, yeah. and then uh, we have how, that there too. <laughs> you guys have jokes there. We have jokes. We have. Fun. <laughs> yeah, we have people to laugh at. We got stupid people. This show is called Lost in America, so yeah. we really know not a lot about. Anything. Okay. Yeah, we're actually yes, supposed to do. not know a lot about America, so that was on brand of you, not to know. To not know yeah. Sarasota Springs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. So, but then at some point, Saratoga Springs. At some point, you moved to Bali, right? <laughs> yes, yes. At some point. So wait, what's the deal? What you do? How long have you been doing comedy uh, for our audience? For myself, uh, also. I, I met you like okay. two days ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We've hit oh. it off. I thought Look, you guys were like. I'm, I thought you guys were old friends. I didn't realize that. Now, now I'm here in a dark room with you guys. This is a bit weird. Okay. Um. So which one do you want to ask first? Uh, well, what's the comedy I've been doing for? I've been doing comedy full time for eight years. And you started in, in Sydney, Melbourne, or Sydney, somewhere else? Sydney, Australia, funniest city in Australia. I'll put that out there for wow. Aussie viewers, listeners, whatever. Shots no viewers fired. for another podcast, is it? Um, yeah, so Sydney, Australia, now I've been doing it all over the world, including your lovely town here. Yeah, the New York yeah. Comedy Club the other day. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show. We had Richie Redding on that show, too. Oh. It was on our podcast last week. All right. Everybody did great. That's how you recruit people. Yeah, <laughs> he Turner has to go do shows yeah. so he can find people. It's a two-for-one. You get to do the podcast and the show. <laughs> exactly. And did, were you living in... Two for I know none, you, I think. Anyway, you were, were you living in Bali before, um, before, before you started comedy? Uh, well, there's uh, like, okay, so I started comedy at university. Yeah. And uh, I mean, like just doing amateur stuff and lunch times and that. Yeah. So I kind of started comedy first. 
and then thought, yeah, there's no, there's no future in this, so uh, I'll get a real job, and my real job took me to Bali. And then I was like, well, why would I go back to comedy, right? I'm living in Bali, managing hotels and things, having a great time. And eventually I got back to comedy because it's my first passion and first love, and it's taken me a lot further than hotels have. Than hanging in Bali? Yeah. Yeah, but that's more fun, right? Well, for five years it is. And then <laughs> by, the, by the fifth year when they start blowing shit up, you don't, it's not as much fun anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Wait, wait, what years were you there? I was there from 99, so last century. I was there for the millennium. And, um, the, the, and then, uh, yeah, 2003, 2004. And was there comedy, was there stand-up comedy around Asia at that point, or were you aware of it if there was? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think occasionally they used to bring English comics out to, yep. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the punchline guy, that dude? Uh, somebody, I don't know, they weren't funny, they brought them out. I remember. They didn't really work in the old... They uh, were terrible, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember uh, them? They were like the old... Should we mention them by names? Uh, <laughs> yeah, dox them. If I could remember any of their names. No. They were old dude. they were always like 60 years old, like yeah. these road hacks yeah. from England, and all their jokes were, they would always get really nervous right away they'd like do their regular act which is like ah oh, mate you're from Watford <laughs> and then when no one would get the jokes they would immediately get nervous and then be like oh, where's my Brits in the audience and there'd be like 10 Brits out of the 35 or whatever yeah. 50 people there yep. and then they would just do the rest of the show specifically for them right. mm-hmm. they'd be like ah oh, well they know what I'm talking about yeah. you know you and, uh, yeah, exactly. and then they would just ignore everyone else and do the show and they, I remember one time this guy was like oh mate you from uh, where are you from? And the guy was like, uh, I'm from like Southampton. And he's like, oh, I could tell that. Look at his shoes. <laughs> but and then the he's seven got, people. He's got some, yeah. But he, there'd be no context for what that meant or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. The seven people in the audience who knew it, they loved it. Like the old drunk British guys who hated life in that country. I was yeah. in China. But I imagine like the older Brits always hated um, uh, wherever they were living yep. more than anyone else. Kind of like right? when you travel to Canada and hate it. It's just, yeah, it's right, Kaplan. I want to go on record. I did not hate Canada. I had a really lovely time. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful place. Yeah, okay. The people, on the other hand. No, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing, I'll just tell you a quick story. So I lived there five years managing hotels. But after that, many years later, I came back to do a comedy show at a, an Australian pub Oh yeah, right. And it was the most. It was like you know how New York is like four. What is it? Hundred degrees now. It yeah. It was like it was one of those nights, and people sitting in no air condition for like two hours, and the show went really long. But that show got me a lot of other gigs later on, including a trip to Vietnam. Oh, like, for a conference. Yeah. Oh, cool. To do, to, to do comedy. To at do a to do comedy. To do actually do a hoax. You know, you guys do hoaxes here. I don't. Where know. You pretend to be someone you're not. A hoax? Yeah. Like you guys <laughs> pretend to be podcasters, that kind of thing. You know? Oh, yeah. hey. Hey, I'm hey, a, we're about to kick you out of here right now. We got an intern right here. Yeah, get the intern in. Yeah. Muscle. Come Alex do the rest Mark. of this yeah. show. Throw you out of here. <laughs> Here's my script. Anyway, no, anyway. So I went to, no, I went there to do a conference, like an event for an Australian company, went to Vietnam. What's a ho- what do you mean a hoax? Oh, I pretended to be a Greek cultural attaché during the Greek economic crisis. And I was doing a keynote speech about the Greek economic crisis and the and the impact of this around, you know, and basically throwing jokes into the speech as I go. Did they know Wait, you were what? joking? Uh, the org- the people that owned the company did, but the sixty other Australians that went there for had no idea. They uh, thought you were really. They a- thought I was really Greek. I went with the name Samos Papandreou, <laughs> and Papandreou was the name of the prime minister. And Samos, because if they shortened it to Sam, I would remember my name. So sounds so, like Greek. Yeah, Wait, and you it was, got it was you, a Greek island. This yeah. is a job. Yeah, yeah, they, they literally, so what happened is... We definitely uh, don't have this. We should. Oh, yeah, we should. You should have it. it it's, yeah, it's you like, can make yeah. a great living for this. I've done a few what? of them. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a few of them in a minute. But so I, actually what happened is I quit my day job, right, about eight years ago. And the day I quit my day job, I'm driving home and I get an email 
from from one of the guys from this Australian guy who was at that gig in Bali a couple of months earlier. Yeah. That was in October. It's December. I've quit my job. I'm about to go full time comedy. I've got a half a dozen gigs lined up, and I get this email from this guy going, "Hey, we saw you in this gig in Bali. Would you like to come to Vietnam for a conference we're holding in May?" And I'm like, "Are you serious?" One of those things about you know you make a decision, the universe supports you, blah blah blah. And literally got over there. Unfortunately, uh, I arrived two days early and all of the people were staying at the hotel, so I had to keep up my Greek accent for four days. Oh, no. Yeah, the whole time. You didn't sleep? Like this. I didn't sleep once. Even the guy who, you know, I don't know if you know, Melbourne is one of the most Greek cities in the world, more than, and, and uh, this guy from Melbourne who grown up with Greek, never spotted it, never picked it. Uh, four yeah. days of Wait, school. We pick the... up a girl in a Greek. It's well, but Wait, the Australian well, accent's already good. So well, there's another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've got another story about that. Wait, one. can I, I stick yeah. on this one for oh, a okay, second? Okay, yeah, sure, sure. How did this become? So this is a common job. Like comedians get hired to do this job. Yeah, but it's very, it's a very specialized thing. Like not many comedians do it. I know a couple of guys uh, that do it, and and some people really specialize, and that's all they do. I've done it a lot of times because I do accents and stuff. So, and you like it basically like an undercover spy. But where only like for actors who want to like it's get, amazing practice. To yeah. practice, but, but you have to be funny as well. No, no, sir. You have to you have to be able to improv because quite often, like usually, how they do it is like a keynote speech. So you're at a conference or event, and they go, "Oh, we've got <laughs> an expert on artificial intelligence." But isn't that such like doesn't the audience <laughs> think that's such a waste of their time and money? <laughs> no, they're, they're not. Uh, they're yeah. not actually. But seeing... you don't tell them that until you're gone with the money. No, no. It's, uh, the thing is, it, they actually. There's a weird, I mean, I get okay. why you would do it. There's a weird. Yeah, I would do why it would too. Place why would this? they hire? I don't understand that. Yeah. What? Okay, maybe maybe it's just Australians. We love we love playing. It's like they just do it to prank. have a laugh. It's like a giant prank on your company, your team, That's your staff. Really oh, so I the, love the that. people. The boss this? is like, no. oh wow. So I tell you what happens. It's a weird <laughs> psychology. There's a weird psychology, and you talked about picking. If you trick one person at a time, they're going to feel pissed off with you, right? But if, if you, you do it to a group room. of people together. It's like it's like oh did you did you did you oh my god right, and they all they, talk about it that they night talk Bill's, about it. yeah yeah it was it's, called our election in two thousand yeah yeah that's right my dad <laughs> yeah my dad goes to these podiatry the seminars event. they should do this they should bring in a oh yeah fake, a fake podiatrist, podiatrist and do some well, what humor and so at what point <laughs> at humor. Point, yeah at, at what point do they figure out you're not the well, person yeah it's called the reveal right so usually Ooh. you do the reveal if you're doing like a keynote right you might do a forty five minute keynote or whatever. And usually what happens is you start off really serious talking about feet and podiatry right. and then you'll eventually start to just say ridiculous things. And, no, and wait till someone calls you on it? They... Well, they either call you, but you just see this kind of ruffle around the room like, is this, you know, and they start whispering. And then eventually the idea is you do a reveal at the end and go, I'm just kidding, I'm not really. But, <laughs> so with, but with the Greek thing, I didn't reveal during my keynote. He never you, did. Well, well, he liked the Greek so much, he couldn't break I was, characters. Right? I was deep, deep, deep on the cover. Deep. I was, oh, that's like, what happens. You like, were too far gone. Was I was too something. far in. And what if you're already <laughs> like banging a chick that thinks you're Greek yeah. <laughs> that's right that's it yeah. so. you just gotta live the rest of your life uh, you get married you uh, have a family she'll know you're not Greek if you do it from the front anyway uh, <laughs> but that's the giveaway right so wow. so anyway I, I, ended up, I did reveal it but I didn't reveal it in the keynote during the conference during the day I revealed it later on that evening when we did uh, so they had a gala dinner and everyone's down there. And this is after four days of me going, yes, hello, yeah, my name is Samos. Oh, my God. And they went, look, Samos just has a few other words to say. And I got up and started doing my stand-up routine. And In they would, you could just hear the pin, pin drop when people suddenly realized that he's not, he's not Greek. He's just picking up his own. And I'll tell you what, they, they absolutely loved it. 
And so they was, did. I feel was, like in American mm. culture, they would hate that. Well, they would like if it was on a TV show, like when like the boss goes undercover. Yeah, but not if they're like it's like undercover boy. Exactly. But what if they paid like a thousand dollars to go to a conference and then it's just but it's tax deductible because it's for conference is bullshit. No, just one section of the conference. Yeah, just one, just that one bit. But it's, but you know, it's it's like an inside gag that everybody ends up watching Borat or one of those movies where they're just like. And I did a lot of research. I knew a lot about the Greek. Oh, you actually did teach. Oh yeah. Is there like a like? Do they give you stuff they want you to like throw in to sound official? Oh yeah, they can give you talking points. I'll give you an idea of some of the other ones I've done. Would you like to know that? Yeah, definitely. This is great. So I did one for. He's a friend of mine now. What happened? Okay, let me finish that story. Oh yeah, yeah. Of the sixty people that came to that event in in Vietnam. Uh, 30 of them 30 of them in September drove up an hour and a half from where they live to my show at the Sydney Opera House because they love that thing so much they just they connect with it it's really it's really weird psychology but I think they just like it's something different it stays in their mind forever so another guy uh, who became a friend of mine now uh, he had a company he sold to an Indian company and had this one hour one year kind of he had to stay anyway the Aussie guys were not like the cultural clashes they weren't really getting on with the, the parent company and so he hired me to come in as a cross-cultural consultant, and I was <laughs> oh my no. god, like yeah. from head office. And, uh, and, and so I came in on the Tuesday, met with him for an hour. He gave me all the dirt on his and his staff, and not the dirt, but basically like this person's known for this, that person's having issues with that, whatever. Mm. And then they, and <laughs> this on, girl's depressed. This girl's depressed. She's suicidal. He's got like, daddy issues. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no. And I solved them all. It's like psychotherapy undercover. Are you really gave him psychology? No, I didn't give him psychology. Oh. No, no. But I was like. Like a cross-cultural consultant to uh, what does that mean? Come in. Well, exactly, <laughs> cross-cultural <laughs> consultant. It's a real thing. You yeah. lived in China, right? I don't know if they have it in China, but they don't. Time, they don't give a shit. Lot, yeah. oh, okay, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's no culture. No, when, when, sometimes uh, expats when they move to a country, they get training on how to be more diplomatic and. Uh, oh, you. they probably give those to. Like, you didn't pay attention. Well, you're I didn't like, go over for the company. You're like, I don't need it. They need it. That 1.3 billion people in China need to learn how I do things. No, I went over as like a guy as a traveler English teacher. I didn't. Oh. No, definitely oh. they would give it to like the if you work for IBM yes, then yes. you get like a like whatever a training course. right 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 I can see that okay yeah. so here's what happens so the guy so Tuesday I go in for an hour in a suit and tie and everybody's like who's this guy oh he's from head office blah 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 <laughs> and then little did they know what he's and then so on Thursday it was December with uh, head office head yeah office. head office HQ in <laughs> India so, uh, so HQ were you playing an Indian yeah totally <laughs> and I got and I got wow. the name of my I got the name of my character for my incense sticks in my bar, which was called Bara Darshan so I went with the name of <laughs> Barat Darshan, but I said, you probably can't pronounce Barat, so you can call me Barry for short, okay? Is Barry better for you? And they, oh, my God. Because the strange. Wait, like what, the, what is your your real background? I have no idea. I never asked my parents. Okay, cool. Because so very ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why you're per for this part. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly it. So I played Greek, Indian, I played Scottish, I've done American a couple of times, no offense. But, by uh, the way, it would offend a lot of people, a lot of Americans who don't want people who are playing parts of it's not their real. Oh, now I know why you couldn't You're like Scarlett Johansson here. No, but nobody, <laughs> but nobody knows what I am, so it doesn't oh, matter. Right? Hey, yeah, there's a the loophole. Yeah. Except I'm not American. But I've done two as an American. I did one as a CEO of an artificial intelligence firm. Uh, <laughs> Wait, two. So, so who are your right? audience there? Are they other Americans? No, that was Australia, Australian companies. They're easy to fool. Oh. <laughs> That's right. You thought you guys had a bad election. You should see now. So what happened with the, in India and in that company? Oh, so, so, so basically, so the, the, it added an extra level because the event was their Christmas party, which was on a harbor cruise in Sydney Harbor. And I got on in, uh, in one part and... 
I'm trapped on a boat. Like there's no way out. Like, and I'm, so I'm going around the whole boat talking to people like, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm from head office. <laughs> and, and like in an hour and a half of that cruise, people were telling me stuff. That I was like a corporate espionage. It was like people were telling, oh yeah, when Andrew goes, it's going to be like this, blah, blah, blah. They're shitting on their boss oh, and stuff. Oh, well, on all sorts of things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Andrew. yeah. And, and so anyway, we're, we're on a harbor cruise, right? And we're going over to a beach and, and they're all like, oh, you're going to come and have a swim at the beach? And I'm like, oh, I can't swim. You know, we don't learn to swim in India. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, which is legit and, uh, and I even I remember having co- this wait you can't swim or they don't swim in India no I cannot swim I have not <laughs> his character I, couldn't swim so I like swim. I like stroking breast but not breast stroke okay so anyway I was, <laughs> oh, no. I was um, and, and I was having this conversation with this guy you know, I, it was such a deep conversation about like I was drawing imaginary quadrants in space. you know the problem when people go to other countries they're not you know fitting in with the culture and all of this and I'm just drawing these imaginary <laughs> quadrants like I'm some management consultant and he was buying it he was like that's great anyway we get to the they station the boat off the beach you can imagine this backdrop right it's white sand beach blue water everyone's dying for a swim but they got to do the official speeches first and they're all gathered on the boat and I'll get up there and I start talking about all the stuff he told me about the software and this issue and the accounting and this lead. and then I start just ragging I just start paying out all their, all their staff and they start to realise this guy knows way too much and then they start heckling me back and I'm giving it to them and eventually I just go anyway thank you so much guys and I jump in the water and swim off and they're like you can't swim really yeah you jumped off the boat yeah I'm like anyway thanks so much for having me this is amazing so they can freak out so they can freak out I'm like he can't swim and I'm like did you say anything I just learned thank you did so, they ever figure it out? They, yeah, yeah, on the uh, way back. So this oh, is the thing. Okay. So in that scenario, I did the reveal. And you swam away and never came back? No, no, I can't. No, <laughs> forever. No, no, I got back on the... No, we had a barbecue. We had drinks. And on the way back, people were coming and going, that was ridiculous. I can't believe I fell for it. Like, And it was, and they loved it. Yeah. It's weird. I've never had a bad one so far. Not good. And so, so you still do it, though? Yeah, I still do oh, it. I, oh. um, if I anyone wants to hire you to hoax. Yeah, I, well, it could work really well here, actually, because nobody knows who I am undercover. Mm. And no one knows your, uh, you could do a ton of accents. I could pretend to be an Aussie. Our ears not like tuned to accents. That's right. right. Yeah. Well, let's, did you want another story? Well, yeah. wait, can oh, I ask okay. more about that one? <laughs> sure, and then sure. we definitely want more. <laughs> okay. Uh, so is there anybody, because in, in, mm. in this country, the minute someone meets someone, say yes. you're like, oh, I'm from India, right? Yes. They're, they want to tell you what they know about India. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe they, if they've been there. They know when oh, it, yeah. I one time went here yeah. and I did this. So are people telling you that and you have to act like you yeah. know what that means? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. did the, do you ever get stumped or do you ever, they're it's like, what's your favorite, or they ask you for advice, what's your favorite part of oh, uh, going well, to uh, Bagra? You yeah. know? Well, and then, Agra, actually. But Agra, you know, whatever. The beer, the beer is silent. Yeah, oh. The beer, no beer. oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Is that true or you just make that up? <laughs> no, well, Agra is where the Taj Mahal is. Oh, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Agra, yeah, yeah. He does a little research. I do, I do a little research. You say with confidence and people don't know. Well, most of the time, yeah. yeah. But sometimes I do know Saratoga Springs and then you're stuck. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on the way to Canada. Anyway, it's fun. People do ask that. And, and I did one. And this was not actually a paid hoax. I happened to be, when I first came to New York when I was 19, uh, it was, by the way, it was a state of emergency then. It was the coldest winter you'd had in 50 years. Oh, yeah. We and, have those was, every year now. Yeah. And now it's like a state of emergency because it's too hot. You guys can't find the, the happy yeah, medium, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I tested my skills for the very first time. I was staying with a friend of mine who had an apartment here. His flatmate was an actor and we did a prank phone call. This is kind of where it started. I knew I could do accents, but didn't know how far I could take it. Well, that night I took it too far. I uh, we did a prank phone call. He's like, "Yo, we'll call my friend. My friend, she's an Australian actor. We'll call her, you know." And then he's like, "Sammy, do your do your Scottish accent." And I'm like, 
all right so so i spoke to this lady for about 20 minutes in a scottish <laughs> accent and she was from australia so obviously knew a lot about where she's from and i'm chatting away and she, they love scottish accents so we're just chatting and by the end of it she's like so what are you doing on new year's eve because it was two days before new year's eve. <laughs> and i mean i've got no plans she goes i'll oh, come out with us so i was like all right now i'm thinking prank phone call i'll turn up your listeners can't see me i'm a tall dark dude i figured they might work it out <laughs> but within the first minute, she introduced me to like 30 people as Sam from Scotland. <laughs> oh, no. So I had to so keep you it did go. Night. Yes. On New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve in New York. And we went down to uh, Times Square where the ball <laughs> drops. And we're standing out in Times Square. And uh, and I, I just, I went with it. I said, I'll convince them that in Scotland, we do a countdown five minutes before. Kind of like what Canada does on July the 3rd. They like to do the fireworks prematurely. Yeah. Um, so I convinced them we'll do a countdown five minutes before the ball drops. So I've had 30 people do it at 10, 9, 8, 7. Everyone was looking at it. No us way, like, really? Yeah, yeah, it was really stupid. They want to do a Scottish countdown? They loved it, man. They loved it. <laughs> oh, my God. If I, I mean, lost a girl on New Year's Eve to a, fa- to a, guy, a Scottish guy, guy and they found out he was a phony the whole time. I feel like we need to get you on the. Pl- if you lived in New York City, we yeah. would send you out to do yeah, like assignment, yeah. do assignments. We could do one this afternoon and then bring him back on the pod. Yeah. It's a dangerous skill to have, but um, but and the other thing was I was underage. I was nineteen, right? So I couldn't actually get into bars and clubs. Yeah. But I had fake ID. But my fake ID said I was Australian. <laughs> so after the Times Square, th- we went down to Alphabet City to some bar, and we're standing in the queue or online or whatever, in line, online, in yeah, queue, yeah. whatever you call it. And I was like super super nervous to be found out because. I'm like, when I show my ID, they're going to see I'm Australian. Like, but wouldn't you just tell these girls, oh, it's, it's a, a fake, fake ID. ID? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can do an Australian But the fake ID says there he's underage, though. Oh, what that's so smart. What <laughs> yeah. I was new to it. But you, the thing you asked me about earlier where they say, this is what happens. So a couple of these girls in the bar were like, oh, my God, I love your country. I'm like, oh, thank you very yeah. much. Bear in mind, I'd never been to the UK at that point. I'd never been to Scotland or England. And they're like, oh, we love your country. Um, we, have, you, have you been to Scotland? No, we've been to London. I'm like, oh, it's not the same thing. But anyway, no. okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like, safe. You're safe in America. America. Yeah. Like, uh, we've what's been to a, London. What's a good Scottish beer? And I'm like, uh, we don't really drink beer. We drink whiskey. Oh, that makes sense. Ah! Um, <laughs> what's a good Scottish band? I'm like, the only one you might have heard of is Wet, Wet, Wet. And yeah, it just went on. It was I've like, never heard of that one. I was like, I, Travis is the only one I think I even know. Oh, okay. I don't know that one. But yeah. anyway, so these people to this day still don't know that I'm not Scottish. So if you're out there the listening. Proclaimers, yeah. That's the one I always go to. They might be listening to your podcast and going, I'm, if you're out there listening. Shout out. Scott and somebody. And if you've on, been taken in by this guy, write us. Yeah, yeah. Don't answer us at gmail.com. you a sense of hate mail. Yeah, send us some hate mail. Anyway. Oh my god! Yes, so that's many. Yeah, there was a okay. keep going. Oh, Why right, not? Okay. These are amazing. So, so um, about a year and a half ago, uh, and a guy, an Australian guy who owns a I don't know business analytics company. I didn't really even understand what they did. Uh, they contacted me because I saw on my website that I do hoaxes, and he was like, he'd hoaxes. seen one. <laughs> you advertise on your website? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> undercover hoaxes. Oh, undercover hoaxes. Yeah. Wait, can I ask how can many? I can't believe you guys don't do this stuff. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Wow. How many in Australia? How, is it, how common is this for comedians to do? Not that common. Okay. It's so a pretty. What's your? What is there? Other people competing with you for these jobs? Yeah, how many a, hoaxes are there? There's another guy called no. Rodney Marks. I'll shout out. He's a great guy. He's mm. uh, he, boo. We don't like him. On his accent is good. Well, he does more. He's like a more mature, stately kind of guy. Has a bit more gravitas. Like tends to be like the CEO. He goes in and fires people, and then yeah, they tell yeah, him yeah. he's just joking. But he's, he usually plays like he a professor jump, or something. He wouldn't jump off of the boat. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't jump off. <laughs> that's right. He wouldn't go to that extreme length. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've, I've yeah, I've done a lot. But that one, uh, the guy was basically he just 
He'd made his money. He'd, and in their business, there's a lot of financial <laughs> like accountant people. And they were, I shouldn't say too much today. And he said, look, the reality is artificial intelligence, machine learning, all this stuff is going to come in. So like they got to, oh, no. they got to realize that their jobs, like the, it could be numbered and they, you know, but he goes, <laughs> scaring, but, scaring, I can't, but I can't tell them that. In, but this you in can. Australia? Yeah, yeah. Wait, but so he hires you to he tell them that and, they're going to be fired? No, not that they're going to be fired. That would be, no, more that more to shake them up a little bit so they realize that. <laughs> Keep them working hard. Yeah. Stay on no, the toes. Well, because oh, the, thing, yeah. the reality is that their, their jobs, like software will come in and be able to automate what they do anyway. So in five to 10 years. So I, I took the guise of one of you guys because Aussies love to listen to Americans tell them what they should do. You're right? What I, was like, did you do? I was like, listen up, all you guys. Your jobs are going to be out the window in five to 10 years. You cannot keep doing what you're doing. You can't be like an emu or an ostrich or whatever the hell that bird is you guys call it. <laughs> sitting your head in the sand and forgetting. This. <laughs> I was like giving them, oh. I gave them so much grief. And where, what did they? Where in America are you supposed to be from in this? Just to... I, I have no, Saratoga Springs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's their reaction when you're doing? Is it crying? So, no, no. Well, I wasn't completely. It sounds like something out of the office. Yeah, kind of. But I wasn't completely like that. But I was, I was like, I was like, said to one guy, I go, you, tell me something I don't know about data visualization. And he's like, oh. And, tell and me he, something I don't know. Yeah, but he was the expert in data visualization. It's like Wall Street. I intimidated him so much he couldn't say anything. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit. Um, anyway, the uh, no, the reaction was kind of interesting and muted, but they but they loved it. They were kind of like, you know, the thing is, <laughs> loved it. Yeah, it, well, I don't think Americans have that sense of humor. Really? What do you think? I think that if you came in and tell everyone they're going to be fired, they would no, like. No, I wouldn't. HR would, would have aggressive. a whole. Yeah, it'd be a whole HR. Well, I, fired, I fired HR. What do you mean? Your president does I that all the time. HR. He does it all the time. You elected a guy who fires well, people to create more jobs. I mean, you guys do it on the. It's a massive, it's the biggest hoax in the country. No, I know that. Too far, too far? You can edit that one out no, later. No, 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 no. Okay. We, don't, we don't care. Okay. Uh, but he, he doesn't listen every week. Either, okay. Yeah, the it's president. Just, yeah, but somebody sons. might. I might get stopped on immigration on the way out. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Can you play this after I leave the country? Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Cap? Would that work? Yeah, I, I think it would be lawsuits. Maybe definitely. Oh, people. Really? I think because he's not people, American and get away with it. I think they, they would come around. People would be very sensitive. I think that's right. But be, but I think that there's a certain amount of people who are incredibly sensitive, but also not only sensitive but opportunistic of looking to sue. Oh, yeah. uh, all the time. Right. And Maybe so emotional her. damage. But that's when I pretend to be a lawyer. <laughs> uh, oh, you want to sue me now? Is that what you want to know? We, well, let's try it out. Let's get you. We'll get you let's hired. I'll, next podiatry seminar. Or is, your, is Gary Sparks go to any uh, accounting <laughs> seminars? Or anything? Yeah, you can, you can go to accounting <laughs> seminar. I think podiatry would be fun. Podiatry is a good one. I, no, but think about it this way, right? People that in podiatry go to podiatry seminars, all the lectures. Yeah, and they're only going because they have to go for uh, like, licenses. As, it's as boring as you could possibly imagine, right? Well, so yeah. it, you're basically giving them something to entertain them for a little bit. And, and they do. They yeah. hire comedians for all those yeah. type of things, but they usually have a very strict rules on what you're allowed to say, yeah. what you're not allowed to say. Yeah. You know, it's like guideline, guideline, oh, guideline. You could go too. We'll get you a gig too. You got, he can open yeah. for you. Yeah, you loosen the crowd up with his things. You can be my translator. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could be my foot model. What would actually be amazing is if we did it and you only spoke a language that no one understood, and I yeah. just translated whatever, like but you weren't actually even speaking that language. Well, say bisa basanija so je peux parler français. What you want? What he said is that all of your jobs are going to be gone in two, yeah, years. two years. Feet will be gone. Yeah. Computers are going to fix feet soon. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Doctors are replaceable. Robotic feet. Robotic feet. Well, they are. Everybody's Learn to code. <laughs> Learn to code. <laughs> exactly. Code your way to health. What he said in French is learn to code. Yeah, that's right. 
So I want to get this in. I mean, like, this, this story's been amazing. Yeah. But I want to get into all this. You lived in Bali for five years, which we didn't necessarily get to. Yeah. But you, what were you doing? You were, you got a job uh, on a soap I, opera. You were a crocodile. Oh, no, no. That was a good segue. straight to the crocodile. You a crocodile. No, no, let's go. Look, uh, so, okay, I got a job there. Tell us the soap opera story. Okay, I will, I will. But I, I, I worked in hotels there for five years, managing hotels, working with 100 and something staff. Ended up with three hotels I was managing. Super stressful. As yourself. As myself, normal guy. <laughs> yeah. You didn't but think to bring in a, a, a hoaxer to scare <laughs> no, 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 your, no, your no. staff. You couldn't deal with them. Yeah, you? no, no, I didn't, I didn't hoax. But uh, I used to get guests from all over the world every week, right? So so I didn't realize it at the time, but every time I was doing like a welcome speech or whatever, I was making fun of people from different backgrounds. And it was like, it ended up becoming like a stand-up routine without realizing it. But anyway, I got fired from that job. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I fired myself. Um, th that's another story. But yeah, so I, I, four and a half years, and then I hung around for a while, uh, like a bad smell and just en enjoying life. And then other opportunities started coming to me because I learned Indonesian fluently. Wow. And so when you, as you would know, when you speak another language, other opportunities come up. And one of them was to host the Bali International Fashion Festival at the Intercontinental. Another one was Fashion to, Week. Yeah, yeah, Fashion Week <laughs> with all these great models, and uh, it was amazing. Um, and another one was to do what they call Sinetron, which is Indonesian soap opera. It's very, very popular. It's like the Bollywood of Indonesia. And there was a show called Gerhana, which is uh, Eclipse, I think, in English. And I don't know. I, I okay. I had this agent. <laughs> I had yeah. an agent. His name was... <laughs> soap opera agent? Yeah, a soap opera agent. It's a good uh, circuit. My, my girlfriend at the time's mother used to, do, used to do acting in those shows, and she hooked me up with this okay. guy. And this guy had played... Uh, uh, he played a guy who... He looked like Michael Jackson when he was younger. Not the older Michael Jackson. Sure. Yeah. Right. The black uh, one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm not going there. But anyway, so, so he looked like him when he was younger, and he played this film, which is really iconic, and he became this star in Indonesia. And that guy became my agent and he got me into this uh oh, wow. soap opera thing and uh they gave me the script but the thing is i learned street indonesian like the stuff they play, speak every day okay. you know like slang kind of and then the script was like shakespearean kind of and I'm you learned like, how to read and write it as well or at least read it yeah 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 what was I, your character so yeah what was your character oh so my character because they love that kind of uh supernatural kind of stuff so <laughs> i think the concept was like eclipse like when the eclipse happens all these creatures come out so i i played a Team villain Wolf. Yeah, it was like Teen Wolf. <laughs> you look like Jason Bateman, so that doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. Teen Wolf 2? Uh, yeah. Was Teen Wolf 2 yeah. popular in Australia? Yeah, no one ever states that movie. <laughs> I forgot Jason Bateman was even in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you know why he was in it? Quick aside, it was, his dad produced it. Oh. Yeah, back oh, to your okay. story. Back wow. to look story. at that little Hollywood knowledge. So Hollywood Minute. Insider. Yeah, so, um, so the character was a half-crocodile, half-human being uh, <laughs> called... <laughs> What was he called? Um, Good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great at basketball. He three pointers from his tail. Was Alligator amazing. arms. They gave yeah, me. The they pain. gave me a fake croc arm and a face. Do half they get my equal pay? <laughs> half croc. Yeah, it's yeah. 50 50. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they gave you. Depends on their gender. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Gave oh, you yeah. You're a male. Yeah. yeah. Non binary. Yes. So, anyway, so yeah, that's what I said. So, do, do, do we have an Misha line in these soap opera? Every character in an American soap opera, there's always a lot of like forgetting. They, they get hit in the head. They get hit in the head. And forget forget I think after you see the show, you want amnesia. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. uh, and it was really lo fi kind of. I remember like the makeup office was this chick's lap, and she'd like to, had to lie me down, put like this fake um, stuff on my, on my face to so make me look croc like. Crocodile and then the human makeup. side was punk. It was punk rock. I was <laughs> <laughs> oh, not even joking. You're like, it was half punk, half rock. How many episodes Into the did you clash. get? I did four episodes. Oh, it's a whole arc. And, yeah, and, a whole arc. It's a whole arc. And the, and the thing is, they like, the literally sling me through the trees when they were shooting lasers and stuff. And it'd be like 10 guys. <laughs> Why are there lasers? System. 
Oh, like it was. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, no why were there, why weren't there lasers? Hey, you crocodiles. You don't lasers. question. Did he have a love interest? The crocodile. The uh, half crocodile. No, was there no. a woman who fell in love with a half that's crocodile, half man, half, a half female a, croc? A lonely half crocodile. <laughs> that's why he was angry. That's why he's a villain. Right. Yeah, it symbolizes the. Oh. And, and so, wait, what happened? How'd you come into the story? How'd you in, how'd you exit? Oh, I don't really remember it all now because it was a long time ago. But, but you uh, know, they're always bringing characters back from the who died in soap operas too. So he yeah. he could come back at any moment. Yeah, they killed me off. You're right. right. They sure could bring him back, back though. They, oh, they killed you off. Yeah, they, they killed me off. It could have all been a dream. They have a lot of options to soap operas. Yeah, I almost got a starring role as a beach check driver, which I don't know if it's like a three wheel transport thing I have in Jakarta. Yeah, and somebody had written a TV show around that, and they wanted some guy who looked half Indonesian, half Western to play this role. And I almost got that. And then if I got that, I probably would have stayed there. You would have stayed there. I have a pitch for these soap opera people. Yeah. Because now there's there's just crocodiles in America now who are addicted to cocaine. Is it cocaine or meth? It's cocaine and meth, I think. Because in like Louisiana and stuff, uh, South Carolina, they're dumping meth and cocaine in the swamps. No. Yeah. And then the the crocs are all, (laughs) the crocs are all, let me go. And the Matt can correct me later. They're all addicted to it. But here's my pitch. You play an American. Yeah. Croc, yeah. you come back to life because Coke revived your heart. Absolutely, I love and now it. you're back on the back on the uh, the I got soap new, opera. I got a new heart in Mexico from Kaplan, who yeah. donated his heart when he went there last time. All right, and his left kidney. Um, I like that. I like that. Actually, I just saw there's a there is an alligator film coming out. Have you seen this? No. There is an alligator. I saw it at the airport or something. There's a big sign. There's a new and With maybe a human, half human no, half alligator. They stole your. They haven't done the half-human thing yet. Because how have we not copied it? We should copy this. We should. No, we should. No, 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 they call it adapting in the adapt, business. Let's adapt it. Yeah. Let's yeah. adapt it. Hey, why not? I don't think the Indonesian is going to sue you. Yeah, whatever. They're, they're related to Obama, so they can. We got our lawyer. We got Blue Shirt. He'll oh. take care of us. <laughs> After episode. All right. Uh, that, we need to get to the news. We're running out of time here. We got some news stories. Okay. Well, we're gonna, you're going to stick around. Stick around. We're okay. going to read some news. We're going to riff off it. It's going to be a blast. Cap, what should we do? I guess we should what, play the music. Play the music. <laughs> news story of the week comes to us from Forbes, Kaplan. We're getting classy with Forbes. Forbs. That's a real place. Real, viral, real magazine. Viral app, Face App, now owns access to more than 150 million people's faces and names. Wow. While, uh, according to Face, app, Face App's terms of service, people still own their own user content, in quotes, re- meaning your face. The, you own your own face still. That's good. But it's good the, to know. the company, matters. whose parent company is a Russian company named Wireless Labs, owns a never-ending and erect... E- what? Irrev- Irrevocable. Irrevocable royalty-free... I'm not even reading it. That's why... <laughs> royalty-free license to do anything they want with it in front of whoever they wish, a.k.a. you oh, might end up on a billboard somewhere in Moscow, but your face will most likely end up training some AI facial recognition. Oh, for his next time he's got to tell people how to lose their job. Hey, you're obsolete. That's what they say. Yeah. Algorithm somewhere. I got to say... Can I... So this is the, to explain if people don't know. This is if you've been on, like, Instagram if or... You're, if you're living under a rock. Yeah. Everyone, in, at least in the United States, on the... I think it's actually the world over. They said 120... 
29 uh, countries people are using yeah, it right now. they're posting pictures of themselves looking older. Looking oh, that's like yeah, 60 just, years yeah, older. Yeah, that's terrible. So that's the app that it's actually owned by a, a Russian company, and in their terms of service, they take your face. They not only own the picture you put up, they own everything in your catalog of pictures. No, yeah. that is ridiculous. Yeah, and now the, and uh, it's a never-ending. No collusion, no corruption. It's never-ending right. rights to your pictures. My God. So they can like if if anyone famous does this, I mean, if anyone who gives a shit, they can. Use or have been famous people. I mean, I saw like Ben Simmons posted a picture. I think and Sixers. I think I think I've seen some athletes do I'd it. So I'd, now I'd, they can. I'd use... like to see Bernie Sanders do it. That'd be awesome. If you're yeah. old How old would he look? <laughs> He's a corpse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Ben Simmons, for example, he's a basketball yeah. player. Basketball is popular in Russia. Now they can use his likeness without having to pay him ever. Mm. That is that's disappointing. So <laughs> he, <laughs> the good thing he got a max contracts, but. Did no, you did you do this? Did anybody do this? Uh, uh, I did I not. Yeah. So this is the one time for my whole life. I've always been like late on figuring out how to use any app or yeah, any website. And now this is one time it's paid off. It's my uh, cap. It's move. like the Lost in America reverse. Move. The reverse yeah. LIA. <laughs> You've been found in Canada. That's the opposite of Lost in America. <laughs> yeah. um, I, that's amazing. I didn't know. I've seen people put it up. I didn't know that they can actually steal all your. Well, so everyone put all this stuff up for like oh, three cool. days, and in this Forbes article, which Forbes is a very legit news. Source. Yeah, but do you think that people like Forbes I? I've said it like a deep. We've talked about people before how, like, for convenience, they don't give up privacy. Yeah, I think you know, people. I think the exact same rules apply for likes. Like, I don't think most people care. Like, if they posted something that was funny and they got that adrenaline rush of like one day where a lot of people. Click like likes or, or comments on their picture. Yeah, they'll give up a lifetime of their photo privacy to the Russians. Well, the, I, 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 yeah, that's I, right. Actually, there's another film come out. That I just saw it on the subway. Post a, a film called Share, which is all about I think sharing versus privacy. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. They consider it sharing. It's just I, a good actually, word yeah. for saying we're stealing. Yeah, all sharing. Your shit. Yes. Well, they're not stealing because you signed it over. Yeah, you're right. right. It's not nobody stealing. reads the TNCs. It's taking. I mean, they uh, no. You're you're right, Kaplan. Because I've seen people. First of all, I saw this article. This Forbes article started to be published by certain people. You know, on like Facebook. They're like, ha ha, you idiots. Yeah. And then people are. Kind commenting right underneath it justifying they're like i don't care they probably knew about me anyway yeah, people are so defeated on privacy issues now and resigned that they don't care they're but the like, main yeah, part is they it. don't have to pay you for anything they use your name for your, your picture for no i just want to go on record and we got blue shirt top lawyer you, you our likeness that this stuff this this doesn't come free if you want to use our pictures 100 we, we didn't sign up for that app i mean we we're both up. pretty uh, you know baby okay. faces over here we don't yeah. we, we, we don't we're gonna last we have no interest time. we're not gonna look any different in 20 years so they i knew just, that's why i didn't go for it but they could just find um jason bateman and, and do yeah. <laughs> you ready old teen wolf 2 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might have known him from teen wolf yeah. 2 Next story comes to us from page six. New York Post, page six. The yes. New York Post. Okay, I, thought was, I thought the whole thing was called page six. That's great. It's a one pager. So New York Six, I mean, New York Post has yeah. page six, which is like, aka their gossip column. Okay. The gossip page. So I, I thought that was all the page. Anyway, go on. Yeah. It pretty much is. Yeah. But uh, CNBC's Mad Money host, Jim Cramer, which is a big show here in America, he gives you like financial advice, right? Okay. He looks exactly like Louis C.K. Oh, is this a guy that's like really over the top? Yeah, yeah. yeah. High yeah. energy, yeah. yeah. Big Eagles like, fans. Looks like, like Louis C.K. I don't know. Another thing, stocks. This is what's going to... Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, right, that's yeah, the yeah, guy. Well. Booyah. CNBC's Mad Money host, Jim Cramer's wallet containing more than $1,000 was stolen by an opportunistic security guard at a lower Manhattan museum Tuesday night. Police sources told The Post. That's great. The value of the wallet, wallet itself, a meager $18. How do they look it up? Why do they care? Yeah. I don't know. The, the Post. Was, they, put, they were putting it through the metal detector. He had 1000 bucks in it. Cramer, 64 years old, was passing through a metal detector at a museum of Jewish heritage on Battery 
place about 7.45 p.m. when he left his phone, his wallet in the bin. The bin, that's for you guys. Uh, and oh, uh, yeah. we call it a trash can, but he left right. it in the no, bin. No, he left it in the thing that goes through the security. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to a check? Uh, a he check left it in the bin and accidentally walked away without the, without the thing, without the, uh, without oh, the so items. He left, it, so he, he left it there, and then he went back like 10 minutes later to be like, I left my wallet, and they looked up the cameras. There was three cameras, obviously, pointing at the security guard uh, who stole it. Kaplan, the first thing I want to say about this is Jim Kramer's lost in America. Who carries around $1,000 in cash anymore? He's not a millennial. America's he's, over, he's, he's, he's over 60. So he's 64. Yeah. We don't carry cash. This guy's yeah. trying to tell me how to spend my he money. He was ready. You know, when there was the mini blackout. He's bla- walking around with yeah, cash. There was a mini blackout last week in New York City. I don't know if you were here for that. I was here. And when a, mini, when a blackout happens, credit cards don't work. And Venmo and your phone oh, dies, you and you can't Venmo people. So guess who's going to survive? He, he understands. Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, or, or the security guard who stole his wallet. I, I agree, but, though. If you're traveling, you always need cash. Yeah. But he's yeah. not. He lives here. You can't. You can't pay him. <laughs> you can't pay a mugger with credit cards. It's just not going to happen. So yeah, fast. exactly. I don't know. He had a th- eight thousand bucks and an eighteen dollar wallet, and the guy took it. I mean, come on. I don't but know. well, first of all, it's Kat, amazing. You have well, it. two things. One, I've always been. A, it's always like a fear when you go through airports and stuff. When you go through those things, and someone's going to like take your wallet somehow. Sure. So I never. It's like an honor system. It's never happened. Once the trust broken yeah the whole thing's it. gonna fall apart but the thing the reason why i flagged the story was tuesday night i was at the exact same museum at the exact same time jewish heritage jewish so, so he were was you pro- the security guard yeah. undercover well <laughs> so i went in that he i think he probably went to there was an event that night like a film premiere or something but i was there to go see this look new- how Kaplan acting like he doesn't know no, he's, like, he's a hollywood insider yeah, well yeah. so this yeah. is what's great like it might have been a film this is, premiere. this is my life i have two kids right and right. we have um we have a nanny who babysits and we but we have, they have camp to, to go to like six o'clock so i feel bad because i don't really need her because one of us can get off job so we like are inventing date nights just to have a babysitter oh really so i uh i <laughs> essentially so what do we do on a date night we, try, we we decide to go to see a holocaust exhibit down at the museum <laughs> of jewish heritage this is what we do fun so we, and you're making fun of me for going to like visit a church i know we're exactly so we, anyway long story short is and this is why i totally believe the person stole it is that we're in this we're in this uh holocaust exhibit like walking through the thing and it's like it's like one of those audio tours where you have headphones on and you're seeing each thing and it's got and we're going through the thing and all of a sudden this a bunch of security guards who work there are pounding through screaming. And I turned up my headphones. She's like, Everyone out, everyone out, we're closing up, gotta move, gotta move. It's eight forty five, the place closes at nine. Yeah. She's like, We need everyone out of the building by nine. Sure. So we're like we're they're like rushing us through a holocaust it's a thing on Auschwitz. And we're walking through <laughs> we're, we're rushing through Jesus, this thing man. and we're like I'm like Don't get on a train. Yeah, I'm like literally I'm stopping to look at like a thing on shoes, a bunch of, it's like the saddest thing ever. And she's like yelling at me, no, no time to look. You gotta move. You gotta move. That's because she probably just stolen a bunch of yeah, wallets. Exactly. And wanted everyone and out. She literally said had a thousand bucks to blow. At one point, <laughs> I, a bunch of people were with me. We're all protesting, and she's like, "Don't blame me. I didn't make the rules." I'm just, oh no! And I really no, had to no. fight every comedic urge. Following orders. Just following orders. She's following yelling at me. Orders. And then a, a second person said, "If you're mad about something, you should be mad at, at the, the exhibit." I think she meant. The people running the exhibit, they made this rule. I don't know what she meant, or she meant oh, Matter Hitler. I don't know what she meant. God. But I'm, so I really, I was going to, was going to do this in LA. I wanted to ask if, but I totally believe these security people. They're not, they have no tact. They don't care. They don't time plays. They're stealing things. That, can I write an angry letter <laughs> to the Holocaust Museum to get my money back or something? Because I, I really, she really ruined the experience. It was like 15 minutes left. And minimum of very or negative review. I think she gave you an authentic experience about what it was like. <laughs> I did. I am a Jew. I guess I should look at the positives. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been worse. Well, that's probably, been that's probably how it would have felt. So yeah. I think it's like an, it was know, like you couldn't believe how desensitized. I felt like you know when people talk about like ice all these people are like how this person seemed like she didn't have no. <laughs> You're she, comparing your experience. I experienced. Uh, no, she seemed like she had no care about her surroundings. Like she had never. 
lift around. Schindler's lifts. That's <laughs> crazy. Just like, Wait, so, so me and Kramer, I have a talking point when I see him. Not Cosmo Kramer. No, Jim Kramer. Oh, okay. Write Got a letter, it. write a letter, definitely. Why do they rush you out early, though? She told me the rule. Oh, she's like, the, she kept saying the rules are everyone's going to be out of the building at 9 o'clock. Oh, and like they're shutting that's it not down. what it means when what? a thing closes. So we get to that. I get to, by the time we get downstairs, and there was a tour going on, an official tour. The tour guy got all upset, too. By the time we actually get downstairs and get our coats from the, our, our bags from the back check, it's like 8.58 now, and the gift shop is packed. So I start making a big stink. I was like, <laughs> everyone out of this gift shop, you better close this gift shop. <laughs> that's great. The gift shop's somehow allowed to be open. <laughs> that's, that's the, great. the guy's using his wallet. That he's, uh, so yeah. real enemies of the pod. That's <laughs> Jewish heritage. That's right. it, guys. We're out of time. That's the podcast. Sam, thanks for doing it, man. Thanks, thanks for having me. Oh, wait, where can people find you? We should have done this earlier. I'll be but. all over the world. Uh, SamMcCool.com, S-A-M-M-C-C-O-O-L.com. Uh, same thing on Twitter. If they want to book Facebook. you for a hoax, yeah, is that where they go? Thing. Yeah, SamMcCool.com. Sam all the corporate listeners we have out there. And is that is that your is that a given name, Sam McCool? So yeah, I, great. Gave it, it's I, gave awesome. I gave it to myself. You gave it to yeah. yourself. I should have done it. Why didn't I give it to myself? Cat McCool. Cat McCool. Well, 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 you're the second Mike Kaplan I met, so maybe you should rebrand. Oh, oh no, no. That guy spells it Oh, yeah. He's the enemy of the podcast. Yeah, he's right. that's not how. I mean, also, what is that? Maybe name? he should rebrand then. He's also he's a great guy. He was on my show last week. Oh well, have him on this show, and we'll, we'll settle it once <laughs> we and for all. Settle it once and for all. <laughs> Let's get a Kaplan off. Why don't we have a, a Kaplan, Kaplan off? Yeah. That's it, Sam. Thanks right. for doing no it. Worries. Enjoy, you. enjoy America, the Thank United you. States of America, Thank you. the states. Kaplan, what should we do? Let's get lost. Get lost. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.